You're listening to Wayfind Marketing Live, a podcast about navigating business and making marketing easier. Here's your host, Wayfind Marketing founder and president, Steve Phipps. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Wayfind Marketing Live. I am Steve Phipps, and this is my co-host, Annie Laurie Walters. And together we are Steve and Annie Laurie, uh, <laughs> part of the Wayfind Marketing team. And so today uh, we are going to be talking about marketing. Uh, so just just if this is the first time you've joined us, uh, a couple of weeks ago we started what we are calling Wayfind Marketing Live, and uh, we're doing this twice a week. We're we're doing a live stream on Tuesdays. We're doing a live stream on Fridays. And uh, on Fridays specifically, we are calling this Simplify Your Marketing. Um, and, you know, of course, Angular, you know, you've been a part of the team really since the beginning that we, we know marketing uh, can be really complicated. It can feel overwhelming and especially with everything that's going on today. So we want to we want to take this time each Friday and we want to share some thoughts and ideas to really do two things. Uh, number one is we want to encourage you as a business owner, uh, as a leader, uh, as a nonprofit leader, because we know there's so many things going on right now uh, that we want to give you some encouragement, let you know you're not alone. And we want to give you some practical things that you can do to work on your business, to work on your nonprofit. And I'm really excited about what we're going to be talking about today, because today we're going to be talking about three essentials three critical things that that I really think every business and every nonprofit organization needs. Um, and so before we get to that, though, a um, couple of things. If you're, depending on where you're watching us, uh, if you're watching us on Facebook or uh, potentially on YouTube or on our website, on the Wayfind Marketing website, thank you. Thank you for being here. If you're on YouTube or Facebook, then you can add uh, you can share comments, you can ask questions, and uh, we will be keeping an eye on those throughout the live stream. And the plan is to wrap up around 1230. We want to give you about 30 minutes. Uh, so if you're uh, joining us, if, if, if you're hungry, if you want to grab your lunch, grab your lunch. If you want to grab a cup of coffee, uh, grab a cup of coffee. And uh, we're going to go ahead and jump in. So we've got three things, but Annie Laura, I'm going to let you get us started. So, you know, I think it'd be a really great thing if we could start off with a little bit of that encouragement that we're here to provide people because, you know, we're a few weeks in now to this new normal and, um, you know, the newness of it is starting to wear off. And I think that we could really use just a little shot in the arm. So what you got for us today, Steve? Encourage yeah, ab <laughs> absolutely. Um, so, and you're absolutely right. This this week has been, uh, things are changing you can't say they're changing by the day. They're in a lot of cases changing by the hour. Uh, and I, I've got the opportunity to be a part of several different groups uh, where I'm connected to other business leaders, business owners, nonprofit leaders. And, you know, one of the things that is really coming out of this is seeing people just rally around each other. And, and so my, my encouragement to uh, our, our viewers and our listeners is is find someone that you can lean into. 
uh, community of friends, uh, business peers. Uh, you know, if I, I'll if somebody just wants uh, to have an ear to bend, uh, if, if you just need a gripe session, I'm more than happy to to take some time and just have a conversation with y'all. Um, but there are good things that are happening. Yes, these are really difficult times. Uh, but it's been it's been amazing to watch the business community, the nonprofit community rally, working together. Uh, we work with one nonprofit and they're looking at ways that they can not only serve families, uh, which is their primary audience that they that they serve and minister to. But they're also looking for ways that they can support hospital staff and, and the folks that are on the front line. And so they're going to be creating some opportunities. And at the same time. Uh, looking for ways to support local restaurants. So they're really going to uh, try to have impact at three different levels, three different areas. So yes, things are, are challenging. And at the same time, uh, these kinds of things really give us opportunity to, to really be at our best and to encourage other people and support each other. So um, hopefully that that fits the bill of, of, of a little bit of encouragement. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And in fact, I think it leads into some of the things we're going to talk about today because we want to encourage our listeners and our viewers today to work on clarifying their message. And that is one thing that we can all be doing right now is working to make sure that what we're saying is clear and easy to understand and that it cuts through the noise and the chaos of our inboxes and our Facebook feeds or wherever we're you know turning for news. Uh, it seems that every business is clamoring for our attention and what's important right now is really clarifying. And I, I've talked to some of our clients who have said things like, I don't even know what to say right now. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's appropriate. How do we, how do we talk to our client base when we aren't even totally sure what the economic future looks like right now? So mm -hmm. um, Think that clarifying the message and getting it down to the things that we want to talk about today are going to help people know what they should be saying right now and how to say it. So um, what do you think about that? Can we dive into some of that now? Yeah, absolutely. And and so there, there are three things that we're going to talk about today. So I'll just go and give you a preview. Annie Laurie's already touched on the first one. And we're, we're going to talk about things that, depending on where you are right now, um, I know, again, having talked to a variety of business owners, leaders, nonprofit organizations, we have some people right now who are just strictly focused on survival. Um, businesses may be all the way closed down. Um, maybe business is operating, but at, at a much reduced capacity, revenues down. And then, of course, there are some businesses that are sort of on the other end of the spectrum and that are just blowing up right now. But wherever you are, we want to give you some tools that you can use. And so if, if right now it's really trying to focus on survival, we're going to talk about that. Uh, I've talked to several business owners that are looking at this time, even though their business is down, revenue is down, they're using this time to be strategic. They want to do things that put them in a position to really grow when things bounce back, when, when we get to some sense of normalcy, whatever that normalcy looks like. And so these three things that we're going to talk about can help you now if you're just really trying to survive. Um, and then it can also help put you in a good position for when, again, things start to bounce back uh, to where you can have a leg up on your competitors and you can be ready to go because you've done some of the groundwork now. So, okay, I've said enough about it. So here are the three things. The first thing is have a clear message. 
Um, number two is have a website that is designed to not only look good, but it's specifically designed to win more customers. And then the third is have an online sales funnel that helps capture and nurture leads. And so those are the, the three foundational things that we want to talk about. Okay, great. Well, let's click it off with that clear messaging. Okay. Um, why is it so important to have clear message? Well, there's there's a uh, Donald Miller who who's an author and uh, he he's the the guy behind a, a marketing platform that we use called StoryBrand, uh, and he he coined this phrase or he I don't know if it originated with him, but he says if you confuse, you lose. Uh, so clarity of message, uh, being able to communicate in a way that someone can easily understand what you do, why it matters, and ultimately what they should do next, that is absolutely critical. And it's always been important. Having clarity has, has always been uh, something that our customers value. If they're confused, then they're, they're less likely to make the decision that we want them to make. But if we think about where things are right now, there's so much noise. Um, there's so much in our inboxes, our social media feeds. Uh, we're, we're, we're just overwhelmed right now. And in order to have any chance of cutting through that, and whether that's because you're trying to send an email to your customers, you're trying to stay in front of them, you're trying to communicate, whatever it is you're trying to communicate, if your subject line gets lost, in everything else, then you're, you're going to miss that opportunity. Same thing if somebody comes to your website. If you don't have a clear message, then you, you're going to miss out on, on some opportunities. You know, I think some people can't see the forest for the tree sometimes. They think their message is clear. It sounds clear to them, but in reality, they are not as clear as they think. So um, what, what's a litmus test that someone might be able to apply to make sure that their message actually is clear? Well, we, we use uh, what we call the grunt test and in the grunt test, and this is specifically, you can use this on a website. You can also use it with uh, what we call our one liner. And that's just the quick answer to the question. What do you do? Well, the, the litmus test is if you ask somebody, if you were to ask a caveman uh, who, uh, you know, I guess they weren't the smartest of folks, but if you ask a caveman, could he figure out what you do in just a few seconds based on the answer that you give him? Uh, you know, another way to do it is to go up to somebody that you know, but they don't know what you do and try to explain it in 10 to 15 seconds and ask them if they understand what you do, because we want to be able to communicate in a way that someone that doesn't necessarily have a lot of context for what we do can grasp it based on how we explain it. Um, can I give you a, an example? Because um, because I agree with you that a lot of times we get so close to our own messaging, we get close to our own brand that it's hard to uh, really see it with uh, objectivity. And even the big brands really will spend who knows how much money on coming up with slogans and taglines and messaging that really doesn't make sense. And back, I think it was 2008, 2009, Audi spent all this money, I'm sure, on coming up with a phrase, truth in engineering. That became their slogan. And I, I really, I, I still, to this day, I really don't know what Audi was going for when they said, um, you know, truth in engineering. Of course, that came back to bite them pretty hard a couple of years ago when 
they realized when when folks figured out that they were fudging a bunch of reports when it came to um, their uh, their diesel stuff. So, but that's a good example. Not everybody, even having big budget, doesn't mean you're going to get a clear message. Um, but you know, a, a good example uh, that that I like to give is um, when well, you know what? I'm going to show I'm going to show one of our clients' websites because this is is very clear messaging. Uh, so this website that I'm showing right now is one of our clients. This is uh, Piper Orthodontics. And uh, we're going to look at this website a couple of times because there's a few things that I want to point out. Uh, but what you see here is you immediately know what they do. Straighter teeth, bigger smiles, braces and orthodontics for children and adults. Um, and, and so I think the mistake that people will make when they think about their messaging is they think, well, my messaging has to be clever or it has to be witty or super memorable. And there's a place for that, but not at the expense of clarity, especially right now. Right now is not the time to try to be super clever or witty. If you can do it and be clear, that's, that's fine. But really err on the side of clarity rather than trying to be clever. Mm -hmm. So what makes a message interesting then? How, how can you achieve that clarity and interest? Well, I'll give a, a very quick structure that we use. And we're going to talk about this more next week. I, I wanted to make sure to mention this is going to be the first of a four-part series. Uh, for the next three Fridays, we're going to focus on each one of these three elements. So we'll go into more detail and unpack it. But... The structure that we use, uh, we call it a one-liner, uh, is, is just sort of your core message. Is, it's, it's three parts. It's, it's the problem. You talk about the problem that your customers have. Number two is you talk about your solution, and that's what is it that you do that solves the problem. And then the third is what's the result or what's a benefit. So problem, solution, benefit, or result. You put that together into a simple phrase. And I'll, I'll give you just a very quick example of this, and then we can go on to number two. Um, imagine if you're at a networking event, and, well, now it would be a virtual uh, networking event. Well, let's say you you meet somebody, you're in a Zoom breakout room, and everybody's going around introducing themselves. And so you meet Jim, and, and Jim just – so you say, hey, Jim, what do you do? Jim says, I'm an at-home chef. Well, there's clarity there. You know – at least some context of what he does. Um, but now let's say 30 minutes later, you're in another breakout room with a different group of people and you meet Sue and uh, same kind of question. And, and so you say, well, Sue, what do you do? And Sue says, well, you know, Annie Laurie, you know how challenging it is to get uh, everybody together in your family to enjoy a, a good, healthy meal. Um, well, what I do is I'm an at-home chef. And so I prepare meals that families love and so they don't have to spend a bunch of time um, arguing over what they're going to eat. And so that gives you a, an idea. And honestly, that last one wasn't my best rendition of that. But it, it gives you an idea because it introduces the problem. And that's critical. And this is worth noting because this will feed into items number two and three that we're going to talk about. When you are communicating to your customer, to a prospect, to a donor, you've got to talk about the problem. Because the problem is the crux of any story. And really what we're doing is we're inviting our customers, we're inviting our prospects, we're inviting our donors into a story. 
A story is just a great communication device. And the problem is always the crux of the story. And so it's the same thing when we're marketing. We're introducing people in uh, to the conversation. We want to make sure that we're clear about what the problem is. And it's got to be a problem that matters to our audience. And again, we'll unpack that a lot more in more detail next Friday. But that sets up the stage, this idea of story. That sets up the stage for what we're going to go to next. And remember, if you confuse, you lose. That's right. So how do you take that clear message and apply it in your website? Well, when we think about websites, uh, a website for a lot of businesses can function as that online, always on 24-7 salesperson. Uh, it is the main, or at least if not the main, a primary means of being able to communicate with people. And when when companies invest in a website, and, and some companies will spend a significant amount of money on a website, they expect to get something from it. They expect to get some kind of, of a return. And the problem a lot of times is that websites are built by people who know how to make them look pretty but they don't know how to make them convert. And so the second thing that we're focused on is having a website that not only looks good, but it's designed to actually win customers. And there's a structure to that. It's not just a matter of throwing up pretty pictures and icons and, uh, and colors that make it look good. There are a lot of people who can make a website look good, but it doesn't generate leads. And it's not only websites that look good, maybe they have some cool elements and it's doing something whiz bang that is, wow, that's really cool and impressive. But is that really doing anything to win your business? Well, the, the, what I tell people is that when somebody comes to your website, you've got five to 15 seconds that uh, to tell them what you do. There's, there's, there's three questions that we want to answer that we want to help our, our audience answer. It's what do you do? And that goes to the clear message that we were just talking about. Number two is why does it matter to me? If, if I'm going to go to, if I'm considering investing money or time or resources into a product or a service, then I want to know what do I get from that? Uh, so we want to talk about, we want to make sure we answer, what do you do? Why does it matter? And then really the next big question is what do I do next? Um, and and if, if we don't have that, that clarity, then we're, we're missing out on, on opportunities. Well, similar to our last topic of the clarity, sometimes we think our message is clear and it's not. Um, how can we tell if we have a really beautiful website that's just not working? A lot of times you'll know because you're not getting leads, but are there other things that someone listening could take away to go look at their website and say, oh goodness, maybe this isn't doing the work that I think it's doing? Yeah, there there are are some key elements that um, that we look for. One of the things that that I'll do with someone who's who we're talking to about what we do and how we might be able to help them is I'll do a review of their website, and I'll do a, a sometimes I'll do a recording and and send it to them with feedback, identifying things that are both uh, things that are good in, in in places where there are opportunities, and so. One of the, the big things um, is when you get to your website, again, I'm going to share Piper Ortho. 
it can can you answer those three questions? That's the very first thing to look for. When when somebody goes to your website, they before they scroll, before they go anywhere else, can they answer those questions? What do you do? Why does it matter? What do I do next? And specifically here, what you see is at the very top of the page, we have schedule a free consultation. Okay. And this is what's called the direct call to action. This is what do we want people to do next? And we have it again here, schedule a free consultation. So that's another thing that you can look for is do you have a clear call to action sprinkled throughout your website? And, and you want to be careful because you don't want to have so many different calls to action that people get confused. A lot of times what I'll see is, is I'll go to a website and they'll have uh, schedule a call, uh, contact us, um, you know, and they'll have other variations of that. And it creates confusion because as a as someone on that website, is this going to do something different? Is this, you know, it, it starts to create confusion. And remember, if you confuse, you lose. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I know that in uh, two weeks, we're going to be looking really closely at website design and how mm -hmm. it can But um, just because the the image on this website, I just, I love it. It's so well done. It's the right image. And um, if you're listening on the podcast, go to piperortho.com to see the image I'm talking about. Um, Steve, talk to us just for a second about the importance of choosing that header image. Absolutely. Again, we're inviting people into a story and we want to make sure that we are communicating in a way that helps people clearly understand the value and the benefit that they receive when they do business with us. And we are incredibly visual. And I mean, if you think about your social media feeds, if you go to Instagram or Facebook, there's so much of it. It's just pictures. Well, it's no different when people come to your website having a good image that reinforces the benefit that people get when they do business with you helps paint the picture. It's helping them see themselves in the story that you're inviting them into. Mm -hmm. And so that, that key image is absolutely critical. That's not the place to put a picture of your building. That's not the place to put a picture of your trucks or even your team. That's the place to put a picture that helps your audience really understand how they fit into the story and how you make their life better. Yeah. Uh, and a picture of happy customers. Yes. So much more to communicate than a picture of a building or a sign. Yes. And we want people to feel an emotion. We want people to feel something. Um, and, and so again, as, as especially where we are right now, in some cases, things are more competitive and we want to make sure that, that, we're standing out, that you're standing out. And part of the way to stand out is clarity. It's telling a good story. It's putting the, the right pieces in place for now and in the future so that whatever investment you're making in other marketing and activities to get them to your website mm -hmm. are, are worthwhile. Because if people get to your website, you go to the effort and energy to get people there, but there's not a good story, then you're, you're going to miss on opportunities. And, and one other thing, I'm, I meant to mention this a little bit earlier, Annie Lard. One of the things that's important to understand as well, the reason why story, the idea of story is important, the reason why having clarity is important is because everybody goes through a process. There, there's this relationship 
um, that we go through. And, and you think about it, this is applicable in real life. This is applicable with brands and with businesses. And so there's really three steps that people go through. And, and the first step is curiosity. And, and that's really where I just want to learn. I, I'm trying to figure things out. I'm asking questions. Uh, I want to better understand what a company does, what their product or service does. How does it work? Uh, you know, so there's just this initial curiosity about things. That's high level. When people go to your website, then that's when they're asking basic questions. What do you do? Mm -hmm. Well, the next step is if, if we can capture them, keep them there. The next step is enlightenment. And that's really where they start to dig in. And that's where we have the opportunity to build trust and build credibility and help them begin to understand how what we do can solve their problem. And especially if we're clear, we can help them distinguish how we do it versus our, our competitors. So the first step is curiosity, then enlightenment. And then the third step is commitment. And that's when we've been able to clearly communicate. Uh, we've been able to educate them, build trust, credibility, and, and they make the decision to move forward. And that's the final step of commitment. And that, that can take time. So that's why clarity of message, having a website that is optimized uh, to maximize every one of those opportunities is, is absolutely essential. And uh, let me, let me take a quick look over here before we go into the third point. I've got a couple of comments. Looks like Sally's joining us. Thank you, Sally. Glad you're with us again. Um, we appreciate this. said this is a wonderful series. What great information for small business owners. Thank you. You work with a lot of business owners. So I, uh, I greatly appreciate that feedback. Uh, so let's see how one gets people to their website through targeted LinkedIn ads. Yeah. So, so Sally, uh, in, in, in answer to your question, Sally's with the Memphis business journal. So they've got a lot of different ways to, to reach business owners. A lot of what we're going to focus on here for the next few weeks in particular is making sure that you have a solid foundation for when people do get to your website or when people do get in contact with you. Maybe they're getting in touch with you through LinkedIn or Facebook or referrals or introductions. However, they're doing that. We want to make sure that you are ready. We don't want to send you uh, out without the tools that you need uh, to really succeed. So that's clarity of message. That's having a website that looks good and is built to win more customers and generate more leads. And then uh, the third one, and Laurie, why don't you want to, you want to lead us into that? Sure. Well, we've got this clear message and we have a well-designed website that leads our prospects into a story that they can see themselves being a part of and ultimately we want them to to to, to give us something we, we we want a way to get in touch with them we want a way to continue to to communicate with them and nurture that lead and so i think what we should talk about now is how that online sales funnel can help win more leads just what it even is and how it applies to website and clear messaging absolutely uh so when somebody comes to your website, the reality is the vast majority of people aren't ready to take that big next step. So maybe that next step is schedule an appointment, schedule a free consultation, anything along those lines. Well, the reality is the vast majority of people aren't going to do that. They're going to leave your website without picking up the phone and calling, and they're not going to fill out your contact form. Now, again, we want to optimize for that to maximize the number of people who do, but 
we also know that statistically the majority of people are leaving without doing anything. They're not ready. They're, maybe they're still in the curiosity stage uh, or they're still in that engagement stage. They're, they're gathering information, but they're still building trust. Well, a, a sales funnel is a way to capture people that aren't ready to take that big step. You know, the big step is almost like a, a marriage proposal. We're asking them to do something that puts them, uh, it, it gives them more of a sense of risk. They feel more vulnerable because they're committing. It's a little bit more of a commitment to schedule a call with somebody than it is to say download a free PDF. And so in that, we wanna have something, we wanna provide something to our audiences that are valuable, something that they would find worth enough that they would give us their, their name and their email address. And so the way that this works is you go to somebody's website and one of a couple of things might happen. In some cases, there's a little pop-up uh, and it invites you to download a PDF, download a free guide, sign up for a free video series. Uh, a lot of e-commerce websites will give you an incentive uh, through a discount. Hey, give us your email address and get 10% off your first order. Something along those lines. And then what happens is once they have given us their name and email address, or in some cases, just an email address, they've basically invited us to start communicating with them. And the whole goal of marketing, at least as far as I'm concerned, the whole goal of marketing is to provide somebody with the information they need to help them make a decision as to who or what is going to help them solve their problem the best. And you know what? In some cases, for our clients, that's us. Uh, in some cases, we're not the best fit. And so I want to make sure that in terms of how we communicate, how our clients commu communicate, that we're communicating, man, I've said communicate a lot, that we're, we're letting them know, we're giving them the information they need. So once we capture that email address, then what happens is we drop them into an email nurture campaign. We send them a sequence of emails over the course of a few weeks. We're sharing additional information. We're letting them know how we've helped other people win. We're sharing additional resources. And usually at that point, we, we, we're going to start bringing them back around towards that call to action that we want them to take. And that could be schedule a call, um, you know, book an appointment, uh, start a free trial, any number of different things. But that email campaign is designed to start building that trust, answering questions, and to, to really lower the sense of risk uh, that they might have. And the more expensive a product or service, the more perceived risk uh, someone has typically when it comes to making that, that buying decision. So if I have a contact me button on my website, isn't that enough? <laughs> well, contact me is, uh, and that goes back to that, that's, that's a good point from, from number two in terms of contact us is generic. It doesn't really mean anything. People will still fill out a contact form, uh, but we want a very specific call to action such as, you know, schedule an appointment, um, book a time, uh, something that is clear in terms of what they do. So we call that kind of call to action a direct call to action. Uh, this, what we're talking about with the sales funnel, where we invite people in, that's what we call a transitional call to action because really people are still at that point are, are in a bit of transition. They're, they're going from curiosity to engagement. And, and our goal, of course, is to get them to 
uh, that commitment stage where they're willing to take that next step uh, so that we can help them better understand if we're the right fit for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's really helpful. So um, we're coming up on the end of our time. So just to sort of summarize what we've talked about today, we're talking about the next three weeks here on Fridays, Wayfi Marketing Live. Next week, we're going to dive into clear messaging more in depth. Mm-hmm. We're give it some handlebars and talk about how to do it well. Um, two weeks from now, we're going to talk about uh, well-designed websites that actually convert leads, not just sit there and sit still look pretty, but actually do work for you. And then last, in three weeks from now, we're going to be talking about the online sales funnel in more depth and more um, practical application of that. But in terms of practical application, what's something you can leave our listeners and viewers with today? Something they can do today, right away. Practical step, next step they can take. Absolutely. The first thing, and I'll, I'll give a uh, an actionable recommendation for each of the three. Sure. So number one, in terms of clarity of message, <clears throat> write down uh, what you would say to someone who asks you the question, what do you do? Um, if, if, if maybe you'd rather not write it, then grab your smartphone and use the voice recorder and record it. See how long it takes you to answer that question. Uh, because chances are, it could take a really long time because a lot of times people have a lot of things they do. So just find out, you know, hear, listen to yourself. And then if you want to take it a step further, talk to somebody, you know, that maybe doesn't know exactly what you do. Uh, I have friends that, you know, they, they have an idea, but it just hasn't really come up in conversation. Um, so reach out to somebody that you could ask them if you could explain to them what you do and see if they understand it. See if they can figure it out after a 30 second explanation. If they, if, if, if they're looking at you uh, like a deer in headlights, then there's a good chance that you don't have clarity. And then you should come back next Friday and we'll talk about how to clarify your message so that you can communicate that clearly. So number two, when it comes to your website, similar kind of thing, do an audit of your website. I don't care how much you paid for your website. You've got to be critically honest with yourself. Go to your website. Can it pass the grunt test? Does it answer those three questions? What do you do? Why does it matter to me? And what do I do next? And, and don't, again, if you look and you go, oh, maybe that's not super clear. Here again, get somebody you know that doesn't really know what you do. Send them to your website. Ask them to take 30 seconds and write down what they think you do. And tell them to come back to you, see if what they think really lines up with what you do. Uh, and then come back in two weeks when we talk about what you can do. Also, I will mention this as a resource on the website on at wayfindmarketing.com. If you go there, you should get a little pop-up inviting you to download a guide. It's six ways that you can win more customers through your website. And we go into a lot of detail about things that you can look for on your website. You can also scroll to the bottom of the page and there'll be a, a button there where you can download it. And so number three for a sales funnel, if you don't have one, then I would encourage you start brainstorming, uh, start thinking about what could you offer? Uh, what's something that you could provide information that helps your customers make a better decision, uh, that answers questions 
And, and that should really position you as the expert. And I'm, I'm going to show one quick example. I meant to show this uh, when we were talking about the sales funnel. So again, I'm back on Piper Ortho and this little pop-up uh, shows up and there's also a little spot further down on the page. And this says, do you have questions about braces? We've got answers. Uh, fill out this form to download the free infographic that answers the 20 most commonly asked questions about braces. It's just an email address. And somebody fills this out, boom, they get the PDF and then they start getting a series of emails. Now, one thing I'll note, because we talked about this being really for people that right now are in survival mode, um, this is something that can help you now. And I use one of the reasons why I wanted to share these guys in particular is because their business is shut down uh, because of the shelter in place. Uh, anything that's related to dentistry uh, orthodont or orthodontistry uh, is, is, is shut down except for emergency kinds of things. But because they have this sales funnel set up and we have some Facebook ads that are running to this. And, and so uh, we have some things there to, to try to capture people they're still getting people downloading this. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, I've seen several emails uh, here just in the past day or so. People are still downloading this. People are still looking. It might not, they obviously can't go. Mm -hmm. But when things do start to come back, we're going to have a list of people that we can work with them to target with additional emails. And, mm -hmm. and so this is something that, that is at least giving them a way to stay in front of people and still collect and engage with people who potentially could become patients. Uh, so I wanted to share that as, as an example of that. Now, the other thing again, is this is always something that can help now, but it can also help further down the road. Awesome. Thanks. So in light of some of our future talks that we're going to have, um, something we mentioned earlier that I'd like to bring up again is that if anyone watching or listening would like for us to do a live review of your website, we would love to do that. Yeah. So that, I'm, I'm, thank you for bringing that up, Annie Laurie. One of the things, again, um, our goal is really to encourage and equip people and we want to make marketing easier. That's what we're calling our Friday live stream is simplify your marketing. And so today, next week, any week, we're, we're going to offer this weekly that if you'd like for us to review your website, don't bring us your competitor's website, bring us your website. Um, and if you would like feedback, then I will pull it up here. You can just drop your email into the comments or you can send it to me offline and we can do it at a future uh, live stream. We'll go through it, give you feedback, point out the things that are good, things that are wins, and then we'll identify opportunities that you have to increase the likelihood that you're going to win leads and customers through your website. There may uh, be people who just want to get started. They just want to talk to you. Like they, they're ready to, to have that chat. What, how would you uh, want someone to contact you at this point? Yeah. And, and so for anybody who's, who's watching or listening, uh, I'll continue to extend. If, if you want to do a, a 30 minute coaching session, brainstorming, you just want a 30 minute gripe session. Uh, that's fine. Uh, you can, my email's on the screen. So steve at wayfindmarketing.com. You can also get in touch with, with me, with our team through our website, which is just wayfindmarketing.com. Uh, and um, yeah, love the opportunity. If you have questions about any of this, uh, I'm more than happy to have a conversation. Because again, we want to help encourage you, we want to equip you. You don't have to do this alone. 
Uh, and we want you to, to be in a spot to not only survive now, but, but as things come back at some point to be in a position to really grow as fast as possible. Great. And also along those lines, any other questions that, that anyone has, if it can be about anything that's on your mind relative to marketing, simplifying your marketing, navigating your business, feel free to shoot Steve an email and uh, we may be talking about it on a future live stream. Absolutely. And very quickly, I do want to invite a couple, a couple of quick things here. Um, one, again, we're going to be on here Tuesdays and Fridays at noon. Uh, Tuesdays, we're focusing on what we call navigating business. And so this next Tuesday, our guest is going to be Don Farrell. He is the chief cultivating officer of his company, which is called Fresh Revenues. And they do some really cool things. They do a lot of training, uh, a lot of work with different organizations, a lot of retail, a lot of hospitality, uh, and specifically in the areas of customer service and sales. And so this next week, we're going to be looking at what are things that that people, that businesses, that organizations can be doing now uh, to continue with their customer service, with their sales activity. So that's going to be a great conversation. Uh, the other thing is if you... Uh, if you would, we would ask share these 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 broad broadcasts. Um, the recordings are on our YouTube channel. We'll have them on our website before too much longer. Uh, please subscribe. Uh, if you go to YouTube and just search for Wayfind Marketing, you'll find us. Uh, we would love for you to subscribe to be able to keep up with these videos. These are recorded, uh, so those are available. Also, please go to our our uh, Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash Wayfind Marketing. Like us, follow along with us. Uh, and then also we're, we turn these into podcasts. Uh, so uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Anchor, we're on a, a number of different podcast platforms. Uh, so just again, search for Wayfind Marketing Live. You'll find us and all of these recordings will be there. Uh, thanks for joining us. And Annie Laurie, any parting thoughts before we jump off here? No, I'm just really excited. I think the next several Fridays are going to be a lot of fun. So Absolutely. <laughs> and, and we're going to be, we're going to be practical. Uh, we're going to give you things that you can use. We're not going to just talk theory. We're going to give you tactical, practical things that you can do to improve your business. Um, so, all right, everybody, thanks for joining us. Uh, have a fantastic, safe, socially distant afternoon and weekend. Thanks guys. Thanks for tuning in. We invite you to join us for a live recording on Tuesdays and Fridays at 12 p.m. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, or on our website at wayfindmarketing.com slash live.